Let's work. Yo, it's go time, show time, never back in downtime. One shot, yo, make it count, yo. Crunch time, shine time, make this moment my time. Get a grip, yo, ready, set, go. We bring the thunder. Bring the thunder. Step into the spotlight, get lit, yo. Let yourself go. Our time, high time, gotta go big time. This is it, yo. Never take no fight time, grind time, take it to the street time. Turn the roof off, get loco. Game time, win time, we gon' bring it home time. No regrets now, let it all go. We bring the thunder. Bring the thunder. Well, good evening and welcome to Mountain Bears. I'm Aislinn, and of course with you tonight is the Techie with the most. It's Techie Joe, how are you, darling? I'm doing pretty good. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm almost evil and frustrated because, you know... Oh, well, I, that's I, just because you just got back from the grocery store just a little bit ago. I, I hate, repeat, hate going to Walmart or Kroger on... A Friday. Yeah. 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 Well, and it depends upon where you are sometimes, like how bad of a situation that may uh-huh. be. Right. Um, like, but yeah, there's a lot of places that is just too much for color TV. Color and TV. ours is one of them. Yes, very much so. But it got me to thinking. And we started this discussion before, so you're going to have to repeat some of this. <laughs> How much fundamentalism do you think is bled into the gay culture? And before you say all oh, none, think about it. I mm, I think first you have to start with how much fundamentalism has created a complete F like well, how much has religion and this idea of traditional roles, traditional values, mm-hmm. effed up society in multiple arenas mm-hmm. um, that has basically created a mindset that all of us have, have had normalized to the point that we just expect it? Mm-hmm. And then how long is it going to take to undo this? Because we're going to have to undo it one person at a time, one generation at a time, like over and over and over does this have to be undone Um, to get to a point that we recognize that like, no, women are not chattel. It was actually part of our laws. No, like, you know, Um, but then... I, I think it was inevitable. Like, if you start there, I think it's inevitable that um, it worked its way into LGBTQ community. Right. Because then it, it's not like, it's more so it's the baggage we all came in with. Uh-huh. Um, and then from there, yeah, there's a lot of that baggage. Um and it's typically bigger and uglier um, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. But you were saying it was like a tops and bottoms thing. Masculine I'm, feminine. 
Yeah, some of it's that. I, 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 but I really see the the delineation a lot sometimes in like age disparity relationships. Not saying that everyone and wealth disparity relationships. Mm-hmm. That when you have a relationship that has a like, and I'm not saying it's everyone, no, but it's it's one of the things to look out for and to be careful of, right? Is that sometimes when you get into a relate relationship with someone who is older, someone who has more money, you occasionally run into some really like more borked ideas like older ideas mm-hmm. of how that relationship should work i can give you um, that yeah like i can give you that one um hey Devin. hey shannon it, it really hit me hard because of course it's friday so we have th- two things that occur here on fridays mm-hmm. in the city in general one is the miners get pay and two is it's fundamental shopping day. Yeah. 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 Well, and then as we've pointed out before, like Wednesdays at the wrong time are horrible too. Right. Like, and then, well, and then here's the other thing. Like you were pointing out revival, which also means there's, um, at least I know from the Baptist churches, that means there's a wanna. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, there is um, uh, Vacation Bible School. Yes. That's a one-two combo nightmare. Uh-huh. Um, because usually they suspend the one prob- uh, one program, but that means they have a bunch of kids for B- BBS. Yes. And from what I've seen, like, those are getting way more advanced. Can I just point that out? Like, I remember sitting through this stuff in the 80s. Uh-huh. And, like, it was okay, but, like, a few years back, a friend of mine who, who was part of one of these um, what was, you know, like, showing me the catalog mm-hmm. and, like, the thousands of dollars for, like, puppets and, like, all this stuff. Yeah. You know, and like I, I was just floored. I was like, "Oh, good grief, honey!" Like, I swear, a lot of these couldn't have cost more than a couple hundred bucks back in the day. No, maybe. I remember Dad getting furious because the uh, budget for VBN was fifteen hundred dollars. And the kit, and I believe it was Donna, it was either dinosaur or something to that effect, was almost like oh yeah. Twenty-seven. What? Yeah. Like and, like the ones I remember having or being like at, like we had like little coloring book, like little books, like there was a little book. Mm-hmm. And then there were projects, and mm-hmm. most of those didn't look like they were ordered. It was like, okay, we went and found a project. No, those like, it was all like popsicle sticks and whatever. Like mm-hmm. I could see that being part of like a teacher manual. Right. Um, you know, like it wasn't anything out there. Right. And then like there was a puppet, and I'm pretty sure they reused some of the puppets. 
Like, I think they bought, like, one set of puppets, and then they just kind of used them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Had mm -hmm. literally every bit of everything you needed. It comes with the popsicle sticks. It comes with the crayons. It comes with all of it. Because the kit has all the kitty stuff in it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so you just have to order it based on how many kits. Yeah. Oh, and order five extra. There will be five children that just show oh, up. At least. Well, and a lot of those. Well, back in the day, you used to encourage bring a friend, bring uh -huh. a friend. There's special awards if you bring a friend. Of course. Like, let's see who can bring the most friends. Mm-hmm. It's like okie dokie. Like this is feeling a little culty. Uh, <laughs> well, honey, it is a cult. It's just a recognized cult. Yeah. It's just cult light. Um, but no, it was just very weird. Um, but anywho, sorry, that was a whole derail. And I think it had more to do. The whole reason my friend and I got on this topic in the first place was because she had the catalog. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that a company I had previously tempted at mm -hmm. was like a major supplier. Yeah. For vacation Bible schools. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Mm -hmm. That, like, I, like, I, but when I worked there, I never got, like, I never pulled any orders. Like, mm -hmm. I think it was, like, too late, too early. Right. Like, too late for one year, too early for the next year. Yeah. Like, we were pulling classroom textbooks. Mm-hmm from a Christian publisher for a, like, I knew what I got sent for the minute I walked in the building and I saw it and I was like, I have seen this book before. Right. Like that was, yeah. Anyway, that's a whole, whole yeah. other. Yeah. But no, we were talking in general and I'm like there because I get weird looks all the time mm -hmm. um, from people. And I'm used to that, but I swear there was a woman in the store today and she just looked at me like, where is your wife? It's like, my husband is at home. Cause you know, that distasteful look they get in their face when they're like, oh dear God, poor single man. Well, or more importantly, having the moment of like, is she in, like, is she okay? Is she in the hospital? Like, Working through the scenarios in which you, unfortunately, have been left to go to the store by yourself. Exactly. <laughs> because I do let him out of the house. Um, you know, without <laughs> supervision. Mm -hmm. um, granted, we're not entirely sure that's a good thing, but that's beside the point. Well, that's <laughs> beginning to get debatable in this damn town, I'm telling you. <laughs> What I mean by that is it hit me because, you know, after about the fourth little old lady who wrote a damn check in the check line, you, then I started seeing women pull out their envelopes. Mm -hmm. And I remember these fucking envelopes. I hate them. Well, it's some old school uh, uh, budgeting. Well, it's old school budgeting, but it's, it's not her writing. It's not even pretty enough to be oh, her yeah. writing. And it's like, this is the, you know, this is what you can spend this week. Here's your cash allowance for the food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I know. It, it's one of those things. It, it can be very, like, wonky. But then you go back and, like, you even did try, like, for a while there on our budgeting, you, you went back to, like, cash only. Like, you got onto one of those. Yeah. It was like, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to manage it. Right. I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'm cool with most any budgeting system. Right. Um, It's just some of them are very screwed up. Well, some of them are screwed up. That's why I'm going to be showing real budgeting sometime this month, guys. Because I've got to start building August's budget now, so I'm going to hop into it. But, no, it, it, like, I don't know. It just floored me. It hit me wrong. And then I thought of the dude that you dated that had <laughs> that would not let you order food. Oh, my God, Rob. Oh, like, I'll out him. Like, I don't even know. He's probably not even living anymore as many health problems as he had. Um, and I'm not gleeful about that. I'm just saying, like, you know, fine, sue me. It was my relationship experience. Um, but, no, we went back and forth on a few different issues. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and, and this kind of all came to a head in our relationship when he said, that he would really like me to, and now keep in mind, I'm 19. I'm in college. He is 34, 35 at this point, I guess. Um, I know. Just, I'll wait for the comments. Anyway, um, he had this very serious conversation with me in which he wanted me to quit college. Mm-hmm. And you know, take, you know, I, I would effectively become his housewife and iron his shirts and, you know, cook his meals and, you know, run his errands and all these things. And he would buy me a Mercedes. Um, I just turned around and laughed. I said, so basically you want me to become my mother? <laughs> I was like, that ain't ever happening right like no i for it like if i never worked in my field i wanted the damn degree Mm -hmm. like i could do whatever i wanted to afterwards but i was getting the damn degree right one um like i had a high school diploma and i could get a job somewhere Mm -hmm. if i needed to um but moreover i was getting the college degree because i wanted to make sure it was a good job well true and but here's the other part of that was like and it hit me was the salad debate this fucking salad i was in the salad line getting the well and when i say line it's because it's revival in west virginia which means all the fundamentals and the three thousand children go to walmart on friday and the husband sit in the car Lord help them if they have to go into Walmart. Of course. And they send their little wives in to do their grocery shopping with their hoard. And I do mean hoard. Yeah. We're not talking three or four kids. We're talking nine, ten, twenty-two. Yeah. But no, no, no. The salad thing was its own experience. That that was that was like this should have been an early red flag that we were gonna have problems. Mm-hmm. Um oh demon horde basically. 
Um, but no, no. So he had a favorite restaurant. Um, and this was a Japanese steakhouse, and and I will forever remember it. Um, and I actually like their food, but he was absolutely enthralled by their damn salad dressing, their house salad dressing. It was a, a sesame ginger salad dressing. And I don't particularly like sesame to begin with. Like, I, I'm not huge on it. Um, I like ginger, but I'm not, a, like, I already knew from other experiences, I don't like this dressing. Mm-hmm. Like, I generally don't like this dressing. I wasn't really in the mood for it that night. Um, so, like, he ends up ordering for both of us. And, you know, it's fine. It, like, we had kind of pre-discussed a little Like, I was thinking, you know, like, what's good here? Because I'd never been. And, you know, so I was cool up until he said, and, you know, this house dressing on both salads. And I said, no, no. Like, I don't, I I don't like sesame ginger. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I prefer, like, Italian or literally any other dressing you have. Mm Mm-hmm. And he overruled me and was like, just try it. You might like it. And I'm like, hmm, this is going to be an interesting date. Okay. I tried it. I hated it. It was everything I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the meal was good. The, the, like, everything else went okay on the date. Um... And because I hadn't eaten there before and I didn't know, I was okay with the fact that he just went ahead and ordered because, like, we had talked about it. Right. Or so I thought. Um, Like, it just so happened we were both interested in the same item is what it turned into. Um, Up to the salad. Um, And this continued to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, this continued to repeat itself. Yeah. Yeah, and so then we got to the the that one conversation. And I was like, "This will not work." Right. Well, you know, and but no, my whole thing with this is I want, and, and I was talking to you, and you know, we see it all the time. You know, straight acting, mask masks for femme, um, mm-hmm. and then we see it trickle down in damn relationships where there's always one. That is like making all the decisions, and the other one is just, you know, ramp rod, you know, putting up with these ass. And I do mean putting up with these ass. Yeah. And I think we have to draw attention to some relationships just work that way. Yeah. Like, and that's cool. If that's what you signed up for, if that's what you wanted, that's great. Right. I'm, I, I like, y'all go be happy. That is awesome. Right. But then there are times. Mm hmm. Where it literally is, like, it, it is a relationship problem. Right. Like, y'all are, like, fighting this. Mm-hmm. Like, because, what I'm... And, you know, we do a different way of things. Like, I hate ordering food. <laughs> Unless it's a restaurant that I know my order at. I have my standing orders. I love that. Oh, but yeah. we go someplace new, IA... Now at my age. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
B, I get really annoyed with waitresses that can't keep up with my order. Yeah. So I let I go, honey, just fucking order. I've got four. I'm trying to answer this chat. I've got four messages waiting on me, and you're asking me what I want to eat. Just order yeah. the well, and there there's some other issues there too. Like um, one restaurant in particular has a one-two combo because we've started to notice your night vision isn't okay. as great. Um, so low light situations and reading are a nightmare for you. Um, and there's one restaurant in particular that's been the issue mm-hmm. is between their, I believe the font they're using is Papyrus for their menu. If it's not papyrus, it's close to it. It's that one that looks like ancient Egyptian text. No, um, hieroglyphics. No, it's not hieroglyphics. It's that weird, funky 90s yeah. font that should have stayed in the 90s. Yes. Uh, papyrus or papyrus or whatever it is. Um, they're using that at a really small size and a wide spacing. Mm-hmm. And then you're sitting in this restaurant and it's really low light. Yeah. And like, so he really like, cause I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm over there like, okay, well, all right. I see what that is. Um, like I'm, cause I mean, we're talking tiny, 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 tiny lettering. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I get it. Right. Um, but no, I, but we generally talk about like, well, what are you getting? Like, well, that sounds good. And then sometimes he just gloms on with, yeah, make it a double. <laughs> yeah. But most it's times like, I don't have the bandwidth to decide. But no, it would get annoying to me to have to go to you every Friday for an envelope and going, can I have the monthly gro the weekly grocery money? Especially at the price of groceries now. Fucking bread's five dollars a loaf, milk's four dollars a gallon. Orange juice is four dollars a gallon. Soda's gone up to two dollars a gallon. Well, a liter. Well, and there's the the hope that one begins to have is like, please tell me she gets a receipt and he reviews that so that he has a clue what crap costs. Well, that's what's concerning you know what I mean? me. Like, because otherwise you start an argument with that, right? Um, sort of like we were talking the other night, uh, or I think we were. Trying to remember. Anyway, you had gone to the grocery store and called me in a freak out. Yeah, that um, was the other night. <laughs> that was Tuesday. Yeah. Um, total freak. Day. Yeah, you had a total freak out in the middle of the bread aisle. Um, because like I don't know, somewhere in your head, you you turned what like you had said the budget was going to be for this trip out into what the budget was plus those two other items i asked you to get mm-hmm. i had already recalculated in my head and said you know like keep it under 20 um is where i was at with it mentally it's like hmm, keep it under 20. um like that's fine mm-hmm. um you know it like because it was like at least i in my head like ten dollars worth of stuff But that doesn't mean I was necessarily right. Like, if you'd had to spend, like, $15 for this, I probably would have had a moment of, like, wait, what? Uh But that's because I have to now adjust in my head. uh, Like, if it had been $15, I would have had to have adjusted in my head for, like, 
orange juice is apparently seven dollars a gallon and bread is like 650 and like chili is now 250 or something like you know what i mean like i would have new information that needs to go in well honey if they are you know reviewing their clothes to make sure they're dressing properly i'm quite sure he's going over every receipt by the penny well again i hope and more so like paying attention to the fact that no this is what it costs mm-hmm. like you know I, I mean yeah some things cost more if you buy like a name brand or better quality or whatever that's a thing mm-hmm. um you know and yeah you can economize a little bit there if you spend you know less on uh, on like brand names and go for generic and blah 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 but i would just be concerned that if he's not paying attention to the receipt mm-hmm. he's going to get a really screwed up idea that you're just frivolously spending money and then you're going to get into an argument no there isn't um, no argument well there isn't an argument but there's at least the mental belief that like you're wasteful and stupid when the reality is no milk is now this Mm -hmm. much Mm -hmm. like i i can't change the cost of milk Uh (laughs) like do you want to buy a cow because that's the only contribution i have towards this Uh you know that's how we change the price of milk like i'll just go outside with a bucket yeah and we have milk yeah um like that's like that's it that's your only other choice like you don't Mm -hmm. like unless you get a powdered and no one's happy yeah um so yeah let's go ahead and mark devin's question we'll get there in just a minute um but no i like i like i really hate not going into stores for too long because then i have a massive like i have to reset prices in my head that this is what this costs Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm about ready to, especially with August coming, mm-hmm. to go back to delivery. No, I still like it. Like, I can do delivery, but I I still almost prefer to go in. Like, delivery's great. That's fine. We can go on Tuesdays. We can go on like, Wednesday. Well, but here's my thing. I'm fine with like delivery for the big order. Like this is all your your basics, your staples, your normals, your things you know you're going to use. Yeah. And then no, I'm still cool for going in for like, uh, we need another loaf of bread. Yeah. Uh, we need more milk. Uh, we needed more eggs because we made other stuff. Right. Um, that I can uh, that I think would be a good thing because then you know we get my fresh vegetables that type of thing. But no. Mm-hmm. Revival season, and it is a season. It is. And we don't have the jamboree this year, but we got Boy Scouts camp, which is a mini jamboree. Yeah. Jamboree is 2023. We're booking a vacation. <laughs> you say this every year. Every year. Big and for legitimate reason, honestly, in the area that we live, like I I love electronics. I love computer systems. I love data and information like you would not believe. What I hate are people who have massive giant systems 
and they don't fucking listen to them. Uh-huh. Every effing year, we go through the same scenario. We know it's coming. We know when it's coming. They publish it online. It's not a secret. No, it's an all-point warning. Yeah. it's it, Well, it's a couple of different events, but the biggest one is the Boy Scouts are coming on this date. And we go, okay. And what we know, the information we glean, is please stock up before they get here because we are going to be screwed for at least three weeks. Mm-hmm. Because our local stores are going to take a massive inventory hit. And there's a couple that pre-stock and they're still, they, they can't stock enough. They don't have enough store. Well, what I don't Walmart's, know is why they do not pre-buy, as in they order from the companies and have it delivered. Yeah, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? Um, but no, each, like, these little Boy Scout troops, they, they all have to send someone out. Mm-hmm. Um, to go buy shit. Right. And they buy the same things. You cannot find a paper product of any variety. Paper towels, toilet paper, you name it. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, you cannot find any paper goods. You know, your, your napkins, your paper plates, your utensils, your cups, your bowls, your sauce, whatever. Right. All of that's gone. The canned food aisle is decimated. Uh Um, The bread aisle just doesn't exist anymore. It's a hollow, vacant area. Uh Like every year, the water's gone, the sodas are gone, the milk's gone, the juice is gone, all forms of juice. Snack foods is hanging on by a thread, and it's Uh literally like beer nuts, you know, like anything a kid won't eat is mm-hmm. all that's there. Right. And that's a short list, side note. Um, like, no, we go through this every year, every right. single year. And multiple people, multiple customers have gone to customer service and been like, why the fuck mm-hmm. do you let this happen? Mm-hmm. Why? You like, do you not? pay attention yeah like i can tell you what's wrong and they're like yeah we know but the system won't let us override yeah because someone in corporate Mm -hmm. won't listen Mm -hmm. to the fact that their store is trying to tell them look we get slammed every year we sell out of all Mm -hmm. of these things and it takes you two to three weeks minimum like Mm -hmm. god knows the panini i thought we were all gonna start yeah. Um, before they got restocked. Yeah. Um, like I really did. It was absolute in, and it is every year. It's absolute insanity. And it's like, could y'all please just please listen? Mark it on your calendar. All right. Let's take that one question, mm-hmm. and then after that, let's talk about some mail the Ohio senators got. Oh, fun. All right. So, Devin, March 1678. I was working at my friend's house cleaning yesterday, and I think there was an entity watching me. Was I correct? Yes, you were correct. And you missed the spot, is their basic message. 
you've missed a spot. <laughs> Two of Wands, watching and overviewing where you're going with things. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. All right, so let's cover People Magazine's article. I found it hilarious. I think it's great. Oh, yeah, you were loving that one. Um, <laughs> Devin says they are messy. All right, well, speaking of messy, that's a lovely segue. 25 Ohio Republican state senators were sent poop in the mail. Quote one, just another crappy day. Oh, so the packages which were mailed from a Cleveland post office were intercepted by the State House and uh, Cleveland, Cleveland and Akron post offices before reaching the senators. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, like, I, I think we, we all know why. Um, some of their comments are hilarious. Um, it is, it's, yeah. Yeah. All 25 of the Ohioan representatives were shipped envelopes of feces discovered Thursday morning. The packages, which were mailed almost two weeks ago from from the Cleveland Post Office, were intercepted, of course, by the State House, Cleveland, and Akron Post Offices before reaching the senators. According to the statement from the Ohio Senate spokesman John Forterney to the Columbian Dispatch Report, the return address on the envelopes was fake. Duh. Sending feces via the federal is a federal crime, meaning the incident is now under investigation by the U.S. Postal Inspector. Um, the, the outlet reports Forsey also noted that the Ohio Highway Patrol has been notified. In an interview with News 5, Federer said the situation is ridiculous and they assume the feces is human rather than animal. I, I really angry, I'm really angry about it. And it's almost a copy of how he would say it. Fernie said at the outlet, there is a bunch of little scared little cowards that won't say beep or things to your face, right? They would rather send it in the mail. He continued, as always, for the safety of all 33 members of the Senate, their staff and 800 employees remain priority. The Republican Senator Jay Hawkins this incident is gross and stupid, immature on the highest level, he told the Columbus Dispatch. Just another creepy day, Hostler added. Another crappy day. Crappy day, Hostler. Hottizing added. Speaking to News 5, Senate, uh, State Senate Christian Rogers said she's trying to understand. There are other things going on, and I don't want to make myself seem like the victim. She said to the outlet, I understand that people are very passionate right now. Republican senators recently passed a six-week abortion ban following the Supreme Court's decision on Roe v. Wade last month. This is a highly charged and emotional issue. There are passions on both sides, uh, Roger said to the outlet, but we need to engage in civil uh, discord. Yeah, it's kind of hard to have civil discord when you think some people don't deserve autonomy. Mm -hmm. That's just me, you know, but you think there's good people on both sides. Not you. I mean, they. The, yeah, I don't. No, um, sorry. Now determining if heightened security measures for policymakers will be required moving forward. 
last three to last month's three to uh, six to three viewing of the federal supreme court reversed 50 years of precedence giving states power to pass their own laws around abortion since the decision arkansas kentucky louisiana mississippi and south dakota has already banned abortion in their states after putting trigger laws into place the governor enacted the following uh in, enacted following the scotus ruling protection um has since erupted around the country and President Biden, 79, has spoken out against the ruling, which he calls the realization of an extreme ideology and tragic error by the Supreme Court. Take over. Oh, sorry. We know what Roe v. Wade done. Um, Do what? We're all from, it rehearses Roe v. Wade. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. I like. I love this story. Yes. Like. Now you gotta remember. Thing to do. Yes, you gotta remember. This is one of the senator. The the Republican Party is one of the senators that asked if there was appeal. Appeal, like they give you for a colonostomy. That they could give women. Little mini camera pills. Uh huh. Yeah, this was an actual debate on the Senate floor. And I'm sorry, this was supposed to do what? Determine if they were pregnant earlier. Uh, I'm sorry. That that means someone does not have enough health education to realize that the digestive system and the reproductive system are not the same they're also the ones that were debating whether atopical pregnancies could be successfully reinserted into the woman oh yeah This is why you should not have your medicine controlled by your politicians. This is also why, in my opinion, that there should be an IQ test. And there should be a knowledge-based test on every law they pass. If they do not have the knowledge to do it, then they have to abstain from the vote. Well, okay, I I don't know that it has to be an IQ test per se. I I think it's more so about do you understand the fundamental, like, Uh issues, the fundamental science, the fundamental concepts um, before you get to vote on this. Like, please demonstrate a fundamental understanding of what the hell you're voting on Uh and how that works. Uh Um, because, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Ohio. Speaking of Ohio, we have another uh, article out of them as well. Yes. And it's very, uh, so connected to that six-week abortion ban. Uh Um, there was a story, and I believe we covered it on the show. Uh Um, if we didn't, I think we meant to, I'm not sure which. Yeah, just figure it out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was a story that came out 
of uh, regarding a 10 year old who had to be transported out of Ohio uh-huh. to, I believe it was Indiana. Yeah, they had to go to Indiana. Yeah, they had to go to Indiana because she had been raped uh-huh. and was, as a result, pregnant. Uh-huh. Right. At age 10. And nothing in Ohio law after the uh, because of the trigger law um, was allowed for her to have this pregnancy terminated. Uh-huh. Um, so she was transported. Now, what got interesting was the um, attorney general, I believe it was, for the state of Ohio. Yes. Um, effectively, um, yeah, so state attorney general Dave Yost um, spent a bunch of time calling the story of a hoax, um, suggesting he had not heard anything about such a thing, mm-hmm. um, and going on conservative news programs Kent, Kent Fox, um, to explain exactly that. Right. right. This this is a bunch of garbage. It, it's not real. Haven't heard a whisper of it. Like, this did, nah, it didn't happen. Yeah. They have subsequently arrested um, the man who raped the 10-year-old, um, not only proving there was a 10-year-old that had to be transported out of state, um, virtually the minute this law went into effect, but also that the rape had occurred. There was a pregnant 10-year-old. Uh-huh. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. So, of course, he is not taking the egg on his face. Um, he is claiming that he just didn't, that wasn't what he said. He's just completely ignoring everything he's done to um, make this go away. Uh-huh. Um, and is trying to, you know, look like he's tough on crime. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, remember, he is up for re-election of how he owns. This AG needs to go. Okay. Um, the only thing he has said is, my heart aches for the painful suffering by this young child. I am grateful for the diligent work of the Columbus PD for securing a confession and getting this rapist off the streets. However, Yotes' Democratic challenger in the fall election, Jeff Crossman, blames his 65-year-old opponent in a statement to the Daily Beast on Wednesday. After implementing a six-month abortion ban without exploitations for rape or incest, Dave Yosh rushed to give himself onto national television to criticize the story of the 10-year-old rape victim, calling it a farcity. Crossman continues as a state representative. Yotes must immediately apologize to the young girl, her family, and all Ohioans and start working to roll back harmful policies to help make these terrible tragedies even worse. Crossman added. In six weeks, not six months, six, six weeks week ban. Yeah. Which, quite frankly, uh, that's a short window uh-huh. um, to to find out whether or not you are pregnant. 
um, especially for one that's not normally something one you know expects to find in a ten year old. Mm-hmm. Um, part two, um, even for known sexually active adults who are consenting and know what sexual activities they have participated in, mm-hmm. six weeks is a very short, short window. window. Especially when you've got to go through a criminal investigation. Back what back. I do like is the guy in college that done this, told the Daily Piece, it'll all come out in time via text message on Tuesday. Court records show that... Uh, The defendant. Uh, Fuentes is being held on a bond of $2 million. The judge uh-huh. said he was considered a flight risk, and given the brutality of the crime, a high bail was necessary to protect the child from the fall. Meanwhile, this, this has been like... Like, it, it is the wildest situation over in conservative news land. Uh-huh. First, this was all you know, fake news, propaganda, blah blah blah. Okay, then turn around, and all they had to hear, all they had to hear, is Did that. Tell me which stream you're on. Um, but all they had to hear was that. He was from Guatemala, and now it's turned into a border debate. Of course, because they're jumping from one issue to another. With And, and like, totally ignoring, like, raped 10-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. And the effects of that and how the shitty-ass uh, uh, laws mm-hmm. are going to horribly affect her and others. Right. Totally skipped that. Now it's all about the rape. That you didn't believe happened last week. Right. Doesn't exist. You know, fucking didn't exist. Now it's all about border. Right. Illegal immigration and border. Right. You know, fucking didn't exist. Now it's all about border. Right. Illegal immigration. That deserved a repeat. Right. You know, fucking didn't exist. Now it's all about border. Okay. I got him blocked. Awesome. Um, so for those of you who didn't catch it, we, we've had an issue with, uh, someone spamming into the group. Yep. Um, and that's being polite. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And this is a repetitive block. Um, that's now the third page he's blocked on. We will have to go through and <clears throat> block him because I'm tired of this. Yeah. Hello, Lady Turtle. Yeah, I know. I see the bullshit. It's just trying to get the block to go through fast enough, and that is apparently a problem. <sighs> and streaming to multiple sources where people can just go, I'm well, I'll follow, I'll go over here. Yeah. And this is the dichotomy of why we have thought about abandoning Facebook. Well, but see, here's the thing is, is generally I like to believe if, if unless you are truly truly trying uh-huh. to be a pain. Right. Um, that most people could get that their behavior was inappropriate on one channel uh-huh. and at least continue to go watch us elsewhere and know that, like, okay, I screwed up. Right. Don't do that again. 
Right. Got it. Understand it. Awesome. Yeah. But again, moving back to this issue, this is repugnant. We have senators that do not understand health care, making decisions on health care. Yeah. Women deserve equal rights. There's now a debate on if a woman is allowed to travel. That will get them into constitutional trouble because that then steps into federal um, interstate commerce, which will be, which is a really good lawsuit. Um, if we would just get the Equals Rights Protection Act and the Roe v. Wade Act passed pronto, this would not be a problem. This would end this debate very quickly. For those protesting, um, please remember to be careful. We have been getting news reports and news stories of dangerous situations during protests. Yeah. And not by the protesters. No. Well, because this is a very anger-inciting issue for mm-hmm. um, the other side. Like, it's an anger-inciting issue mm-hmm. if you are pro-choice. Right. It is a equally anger inciting issue if you are anti-choice right um because this is all about control Mm -hmm. um for for one side of this debate it's about control of others Mm -hmm. and them living out the moral ideas that you think Mm -hmm. you should be enabled to Mm -hmm. force upon them um, which is such a wrong-headed argument, um, versus literal control of one's own body, life, and medical decisions. Right. I mean, how far are we going to go back? Are we going to go back to 3 AD when doctors had to have little dolls of females and point to the dolly on where you hurt? Am I going to, if my sister decides to get divorced, going to have to go to her doctor's appointments to make medical decisions for her? Manage her bank accounts, you know, make all legal and financial decisions. Because that's unfortunately Mm -hmm. a lot of what tends to be wrapped up in this and why it is so scary. Mm -hmm. um, Because this isn't just about anti-choice on abortion yeah because if you look at near neighbors of the scriptures they're pointing to that justify their their moral position on abortion there's some ugly near neighbors well see here's the thing there is no there are scriptures about abortion those scriptures however talk of bitter water that include that causes abortion well and that is its own debate is that technically there's nothing against abortion in the Bible. That's one thing. But where this is coming from isn't that section, or or not those sections. Mm -hmm. Where this is coming from is out of a place of uh, subservience of women. Right. That's where they're pointing to. Right. Now, for those wondering, Numbers 511 through 31. Mm Mm-hmm. The ordeal of bitter water was was a trial by ordained administration of the wife whose husband suspected her adultery, but who had no witnesses to make a formal case. Mm-hmm. The bitter water is called tea, and it is an abortifactor. 
as part of well, our bullshit. Well, and then it goes back to the whole thing of more than likely what was going to happen in that situation mm-hmm. was because you're giving someone a board of fact it. They, whether they were um, cheating in their marriage or not, mm-hmm. if they were pregnant, mm-hmm. they were to a high degree of likelihood going to miscarry. Yeah. So, again, it's one of those stupid trials mm-hmm. where, like, you lose or you lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the like, there's no vindication in this because it's not science based. Exactly. It is literally you're giving someone abortifact, and if they're pregnant, mm-hmm. it is very unlikely they are going to continue to be pregnant, mm-hmm. whether they cheated or not. Right. Or whether the child is a product of that uh, of of that sex outside of the relationship. Or if it's a product of sex within the relationship. Mm-hmm. All this from a religion that is totally cool with, like, the one woman who got pregnant without having sex. Well, no, okay. this is wrong. I'm going to correct you here. This oh. is, that's wrong. This is numbers. Numbers is part of the Old Testament. The Old Testament is part of the Jewish religion. Guess who's not having a problem with abortions? They're Jewish. Why? Because it's been part of culture. Pagans, not had a problem with it. Muslims, don't have a problem with it. As long as you don't, you do it right, they don't care. Well, and technically Christianity isn't supposed to have a problem with it, if you go strictly by scripture. Right. But and that's if you specifically look at the parts that have everything to do with abortion. Mm-hmm. Like it's so screwed up. It's like wait, you cherry picked something mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with abortion, right? And had everything to do because fundamentally, like the only time they really use this segment in that argument mm-hmm. is basically in making the connection that you know. Uh, uh, to promiscuity. That the only reason that a woman would need an abortion would be right. promiscuity. Right. Uh, you know, like, it, like it's so... I don't get it. I don't follow it. I, I try to, like, at least... Well, it's like Lauren it Bumblehead. Out. Yeah. So tired of her. Like, like she's just a special something okay um uh lady good turtle can i ask uh, would you be upset if i pop that up on screen actually i will gladly give you advice i'm going to give you advice on multiple levels go ahead read it I, I'm going to separate my advice, but Lady Good Tower, please read. It's not a psychic question, but go ahead and read it anyhow. Okay, so we are protesting in Kishoftan Sunday. We have a bully preacher coming with his Bible, Banger Mafia. Any advice on how to stand in our power, stand on the truth, not be emotionally triggered? I have a jar of crushed beetles, and I'm not afraid to use it. Well, good. I'm glad you're not afraid to use them. I'm going to give you some other things. And some things to think about. First of all, when all those ladies 
before you before you take the battlefield put on your armor and what i mean by that is literally put on your armor you're going to see yourself armoring up in total battlefield armor work on your visualization from now till then secondly remember you've got the spirit of the morgon and hecate they have already been called on for all this so stand in that stand in your truth stand in the truth that they are wrong they are not only wrong by their own religion but they're wrong by many religions and many faiths they're even medically wrong okay that's first off second off i want every woman to wearing a red cord why a red cord red is the is the site of blood cord is the reminder of the hanging ropes from the witches trials take that energy with you take the goodman energy with you see what you're doing in that same fight set your mindset to that same energy since we're getting on this topic i'm seeing a lot of stuff it's a lot of stuff in our religion it's a lot of stuff that we have been fighting and dealing with and trying to subvert first off don't do air penny royal don't take penny royal penny royal is a pesticide it's what it's always been all right thirdly you guys are protesting i expect witches to be carrying backpacks in those backpacks you need one gallon one of the little bottles of milk you need water you need a bullhorn. You need someone carrying band-aids. You need your east to be carrying extra water. You need your west to be carrying signs. You need your north to know the escape, the escape route. Okay? Formulate your teams just like you formulate your temple. And I do mean that. There is old structure within our within our religion that is built to design to handle this have a man in black that is someone who is not at the protest they got to stay home they've got to keep full cell phone they need numbers to everyone they're responsible for it is their job to co-emulate y'all get separated you call your man in black y'all get this you call your man in black Black obsidian is a wonderful stone to wear that day. Large rings are a wonderful thing to wear that day. Look like you've walked out of the Alexandrian temple at high midnight. And walk in faith. You need to be as convinced that day of your rights as you were your last spell. And if you aren't, you need to be questioning which was weaker. All right. And of course, I'll light a candle. And of course, what? And of course, I'll light a candle. There you go. Um. Hi, Natalie. Hello, Hello Natalie. Uh, How are you, honey? Lady Grub Turtle says yes. There we go. You're very welcome. Now, I 
I will be, I know it's not in time, but I will be teaching a class of the old law. I'm letting my inner circle decide when we're going to be teaching that class. But I will be publicizing the old law and I will be teaching the old law because unfortunately, times like this makes me question if we do not need them now. Oh, very welcome, uh, Lady Good Turtle. Very, very welcome. Very welcome. Very welcome. And anytime you need advice, anytime, just message me. When it comes to that, I do not charge. I'm an old bitch for a reason. Did, By the well, way, do you know Amazon has boar horns that can be overnight shipped to you? I did not. <laughs> Which reminds did me, I need you, new batteries for mine. Did you know that you can uh, uh, fashion the uh, bell of a bullhorn out of duct tape? I don't think that we're talking about the same thing. Oh, I think we are. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, you can replace that bell uh -huh. with duct tape. Uh-huh. So if it gets broken, let me know. Like it, it is a process of layering. You can build it out in duct tape. Yep. You're gonna use a lot of duct tape. Yeah. But you can make it louder. Yes. Also, no open shoe sandals. Oh, no please no flops. You're going yeah. for a five mile hike. Prepare for it. Yeah. Wear good shoes, not new shoes, but good solid shoes. Like, wear the good shoes. Like, I don't mean wear the best shoes you've ever bought. This is not a time for Air Jordans. I mean, wear good solid shoes that you would conceivably go work out in. That are broke in. And that if they get totally trashed, mm -hmm. yet do definitely try to wear pants. Definitely yeah. try to wear pants. Wear um, it helps with abrasions, uh, avoiding abrasions, because it's really easy in a protest situation that turns ugly mm -hmm. um, to be tripped, to fall, to run into things. Um, you do want to treat it like a hike, hike through the woods instead mm -hmm. of snakes in the grass. You are more worried about concrete and cinder blocks. Mm -hmm. And I will Infectious. say this, and I've said this to other ladies and lords before. You are ladies and lords. He is nothing but a preacher. He isn't even on your level. Why are you speaking to him? Long pants, not long shirts. Make sure you have more than enough fluid. Treat it like you're going to go do a construction site. Treat it like you're going to go do a pickup. Yep. And check in on the people around you. Yes. Like. Act like it. The comment was, we're fucking goddesses. Act like it. Do make it very clear to your group. See, this is the other sideline. Make it very clear to your group. One, film. Film everything you can. Two, do not touch the counter protesters. This is what they are looking for. They are looking for a way to pay their light bill through a lawsuit. Make mm -hmm. it very clear to everyone you're with, do not touch them. The other part of that is if law enforcement becomes involved, do not resist. 
use your one phone call for your man in black. He needs to be instructed with everything else you need. If I can say one thing, and I know this can sometimes be hard to do, but it is a lesson we have learned through pagan events, um, is if you can ever possibly get a permit, like look into a permitting situation for this, uh, for, for what you're doing. The reason I say that is um, there was an event that was protested and what we eventually, what we fundamentally found out is because it was not an actual permitted event, there was nothing they could do about the protesters. As in, the if the event had been a protest and counter protesters showed up, because that's what we were dealing with, is we had an event and there were protesters of that event so effectively counter protesters the police could have removed them if the event had been permitted f but here was the other part of that yeah. if the event had been properly permitted which it wasn't that is leadership's problem yeah that was the other part of that was they stayed on public on private property mm-hmm the minute they came onto public property is when they failed to. But the problem was there were no permits filed. Yeah. If you are not leading the event, you will not know. That is why you have to go hands off, zero energy to them. You don't give a fuck what they have to say because you all know what they're going to say. Your baby killing. And, and shit, the witches here all the fucking time. Your baby killing. You're sacrificing Fluffy. You know, you just want to kill babies. Please. Okay. Just because you're the you're becoming the minority in this country, and you've been the minority for a very long time, doesn't mean you're right. Yeah. I, I I have so many issues with the arguments that get used. I mean, I would think all of this would be easy to understand from a perspective of not every pregnancy is some mir miraculous gift from God that is going to go perfectly smooth and there are no issues and no concerns and nothing to ever think about. So that one could at least accept the idea, because that fundamentally seems to be where the problem lies in trying to make the this pro-choice argument to someone who is anti-choice to get it is that they they revert to this idea of abortion as birth control mm -hmm. and it's like uh, okay i i could fundamentally understand why someone would have an argument for uh, against abortion based on that alone Mm -hmm. but then there are all these other situations that mm -hmm. you are throwing out mm -hmm. that you are throwing out 10 year old pregnant 10 year olds mm -hmm. what fucking 10 year old has the body capability to bring a child into this world one one primary one mm -hmm. should be your first concern uh -huh. 10 years old that is not someone who should have a child. No. Physically, physically, physically. I don't care what your religious beliefs are. I don't care, whatever. The 
physical process of pushing out a child, uh, of growing, nurturing, pushing out a child from this tiny little body Mm -hmm. should not occur. Right. This is a high-risk pregnancy. Yeah. This could kill her. Why can't you get that? And then, and then, and then, understand from there. Mm-hmm. That this is not a black and white issue. There, there are many, many, many parts. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to agree with all of them. You don't have to love all of them. You right. don't have to to think this is the best idea ever. It doesn't have to be for you. Mm-hmm. But, but just now. Well, and then I've got other issues with this case. Yeah. Other issues. One, we have an attorney general looking like an ass. And not even being able to eat his own dog food reminds me of Morrissey. I'm not sure when he's up for early elect, but I'll get on his ass here soon. Yes. Two, this case should never been made news. This case should have been handled. Three, two million dollars for him to sit for three meals in a day caught? I don't think so. Nor is this a border issue. This was one little girl story that made it out. There are many little girl stories that don't make it out. Three, she may have life. And I do mean lifelong complications from this. And I'm not talking about the abortion. I'm talking about the rape. Yeah. Which is very quickly lost in this situation as it is right now. Is that there's already enough issues here. Mm-hmm. Already enough issues here. Sentencing her, fundamentally sentencing her, Mm-hmm. To bring that child into the world, I, n- no, rapes, yes, multiple, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm, mm. and I'm gonna say this: if he's convict, if he's confessing twice, then it's thirty. Twice is bad enough. I don't need the number to go up. No one, it once was more than enough. Yeah, it's truth, though. If they're convicting to two two murders, there's four or ten murders. All right, let's get over to some good news, because Lord knows we need it this day. Oh, we have good news? Because I was skipping right into the next article about abortion. Can we do that one real quick so we can just yes. close the topic? All right. This one's actually pretty quick. It is the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services announced new guidance and communication to ensure all patients, including pregnant women and others experiencing pregnancy loss, have access to the full rights and protections for emergency medical care afforded under the law. The announcement follows President Biden's executive order on reproductive health issued Friday. Um, HHS through the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services issued clarifying guidance on the Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act, EMTLA, and reaffirmed that it protects providers when offering legally mandated life or health saving abortion services in emergency situations. Mm-hmm. So we already have a president and at least a half a governing body trying to fight for this. But then, of course, we've got Dum Dum Texas. 
who I wish would just succeed from the union because A, we'd get better education. B, they'd quickly figure out that running a government isn't easy, and especially with their people not having electricity in a hundred degree heat. Mm-hmm. But no, Texas is, of course, suing over this, saying it violates state sovereignty. Sovereignty. They dare you sovereignty. Yeah. 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 The state is arguing that they need their sovereignty to remove a person's ability to have autonomy. I'm sorry, you can make that argument with a straight face? Well, he is a psycho to begin with, Paxton. Like he is I'm just saying. So many federal crimes, why have they not arrested him? Yeah, well, beyond that is just the fact that like, you can make this argument, this one argument, mm-hmm. with a straight face. I... Boggles the mind. Yeah. Like, the, the mental gymnastics to be more concerned about the um, powers of government than the abilities of it and the rights and freedoms afforded the citizens. Yeah. Yeah. Get it together. Politicians, please get it together. Right. And see, figure it the fuck out. This is the bigger thing. And I have to say it's genius. I don't know who came up with it in the Biden administration, but it's genius. Mm-hmm. Um, because the Biden administration has warned if a hospital fails to provide emergency abortion treatment when necessary, it could be fined or have its Medicare status revoked. Mm-hmm. I, which, I mean, the fact we have to, like, but fundamentally, you're going to have states. This is this is the bigger concern, I probably. And Texas may pull it. Mm-hmm. Um, you will have states, I will guarantee it, mm-hmm. that will risk and lose their uh, Medicaid and Medicare reimbursement status mm-hmm. on this issue. Yeah. I will guarantee if it's not Texas first, it's going to be a state. Exactly. Um, at least one is going to pull it. Well, and I think they should immediately. I also think they should stop receiving federal funding. The minute they lose their Medicaid status, they lose federal funding for everything. Well, in a situation. Yeah. Well, here's the fundamental problem with that Mm -hmm. is that this argument, like, for a lot of Republicans, this is like, threaten me with a good time. Mm-hmm. Please pull my Medicare Medicaid funding so that we can, quote, get all the freeloaders mm-hmm. off of Medicaid. Because that's how they're going to spin it, is that this is the best thing that ever happened to the state. Mm-hmm is because this will effectively remove the funding that allows for government benefit programs, such as the ACA, Mm -hmm. to exist. 
and they're like i can see a state level government making the argument mm-hmm. threaten me with a good time right please well, take it away i'll guarantee please. you if texas loses its medicare funding eighty mm-hmm. percent of their total medical bills which is around 3.2 million will be lost to that state and if they don't have medicare funding then they're going to lose other opportunities i also would love love for the corporations in texas to begin pulling out of their leases as soon as possible yeah. like let's show them like we showed north carolina over bathroom bills they lost everything there texas big houston conference center cancel your conference Like the, the like corporation, make it? get it in your brain. The people that pay your bills are not the ones you're paying bills to. Yeah. Well, and, and fundamentally, that you don't have to keep supporting this level of insanity. Mm-hmm. There are other places you can go. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what we keep getting told in this, which is an absurd argument has been all along if you don't like it here get out Mm -hmm. the problem with that is that's not how the world works it's not how the world should work Mm -hmm. there are a great many number of horrible do what that's the same thing england said to the puritans a little more nuanced but yeah they went to holland and then holland said oh no you ain't pulling your shit here get out yeah. So they came to the new world. Yeah. Well, but fundamentally, all it does is just keep sending the world. It, like, you end up with horrible things left to, to rot and fester. Mm-hmm. Because some group of people likes that. Mm-hmm. And then you never have a world that advances and moves beyond mm-hmm. the absolutely stupid the absolute stupidity of like believing that people need to be owned Mm -hmm. that people are our property that people are you know inferior Mm -hmm. well you know we like to bitch about iran most you're hearing a lot of republicans talk about iran right now what's interesting is uh in iran you're allowed 27 abortions per life masculine or feminine life strange they've put a number on it i mean i'm just saying that's a strange yeah like, I figured that would probably, you know, well, I'm, I'm yeah. not getting into that. But that's a very strange thing to have a number on. In, yeah. They've decided 27. A woman in her life can have 27 abortions legally. 28, you've got to have the kid. <sighs> really? Ladies, do you get that? Iran, Israeli nation communist nation very very hard on human rights granted i'm still having this whole moment of you're still like 
I, I, I guess I'm having a moment of what created this number. It like, as in, is this about controlling women's you know, rights, health and decisions? Or is this about like medically 27 is safe, maybe 28 or 29 are safe, but there needs to be a limit because there's a point where it is no longer safe that like you have exceeded mm-hmm. medically. Right. Like I, I'm trying to understand what generated that law, what created the number, like what is it based on? Why I is it? I don't know. It may be the oh, religious yeah. text because they're controlled by, you know, the Islam law. Well, 27. A woman Uh, in Iran. Pardon? A woman in Iran has more rights when it comes to her medical health care than a United States Texan lady. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in a cemetery, Miss Anne is spinning. Mm-hmm. Shannon, great point. I'm highlighting it. Yep. Yeah, so Mexico, that a good chunk of Americans has abortion rights for women and single-payer system for health care, and they are supposedly a third-world country. Mm-hmm. I have to say, my trip to, to Tijuana was nice. I keep trying to convince you. I know it's like it was so hot though. That was the only problem I had. So hot. You adapt. Like, I'm just. You adapted to North Carolina. Like I could do Canada, I think easier. Like I, I could do Canada. Mm-hmm. Like I can put up with a cold ass winter. I really can. Mm-hmm. It's the hot ass summer that that kills me. Like I just die in heat. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't. All right. Before my blood pressure reached stroke level. True. Sanity of the world we're living in. Let's move on to good news. Good news. Um, So National Guard Sergeant searching for dog lost near Mason Putnam County line Mm -hmm. is where the story starts. Um, This was in West Virginia. Um, Well, yeah. A sergeant for the Indiana National Guard is searching for her beloved dog who was last seen near the Mason-Putnam County line on U.S. Route 35. Sergeant Jill, uh, Jill excuse me, Jillian uh, Sandifer was traveling in West Virginia on Route 35 when she lost control of her vehicle and rolled over on June 12. Um, so Sergeant uh, Sandifer's beloved dog Murphy got spooked by the crash and took off running south on the northbound side of Route 35. Um, so, oh, she gorgeous. Um, so Murphy, a Sheltie, also uh, known as a small collie or a lassie dog, um, is absolutely adorable, a year and a half old and 22 pounds, and was, of course, quite uh, skittish from the accident. And to answer Lady Good Turtle's question, yes, they do have a single-payer health care system with 90% of their population having health care funded. Um, the question was, if Iran had a single-payer health system, yes, they do. But no, Murphy is adorable. Murphy is finally safe. Um, 
after being lost for over a month, they found Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, poor Murphy, but Murphy got found. Yeah. Um, apparently, um, locals, uh, since then, you know, the locals had a hard time finding Murphy, so he could be reunited with his worried owner. Um, but the rescue went back every day. They got a trap and set it. They couldn't get him to go in. Uh, Murphy would return to the wreck every day about the same time. Yes. That's the heartbreaking part. They oh, yeah. were able, Murphy wouldn't go into the trap, as you know, and, you know, this is the main reason I have Vlad, is he would not go back into his kennel. Um, but Murphy finally lamented and went into the trap. Um, Poor puppy. Yeah. A month and two Wait. days after Murphy went missing, State Road Supervisor Jay Armington noticed Murphy finally went into the trap. Um, Armington immediately called um, Sergeant Sanderfield. I'm probably not saying that right. Sanderfer. Uh, and Jeff Jefferson, who also helped search for Murphy, went out and picked him up. And the pictures are just adorable. I'm gonna see if I can, like, just share the picture. Or no, they've protected it. Okay, we will try to do this, guys. Because he, he, he's just too damn cute. Oh, he's adorable. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Such a cute puppy. Such a cute baby, and looking great for being out in a, for a month and two days. Mm-hmm. Um. It looks a little skinny. Yeah. It looks like he might have lost a little weight. You know, yeah. he's, he's going to need some food. He's going to need a lot but, of food. But Murphy was later taken to Randolph, and her girlfriend is driving the dog to reunite with Sergeant Sandra Felf in Indiana. Um, concurrently, Randolph's girlfriend's aunt lives about 20 minutes from Sandra Fairfield's Indiana, uh, Indiana residence. So, Sergeant for Sandra Felf will now have her beloved furry friend back before she is deployed with her unit in September. There we go. So good news, good news. See, it wasn't bad. We we got all sad for Murphy, but Murphy Murphy's okay. Murphy's yeah, good. And, and this is very common with Shelties with Collie breeds. Um, this is why these are my preferred breeds. That's why I have a Border Collie and Australian Shepherd, which is a cousin of the Collie. Um, is they tend to be very much single owner dogs and very much will do things like return back um, to where they last saw their owner, that type of thing. Yeah, like Vlad would freak the hell out. Like, I think he would definitely freak the hell out in a car accident. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, he's like, I don't think you're going to have to wait for him to come back. You're going to have to worry about him follow, like tracking your ass back to wherever you went well no with him i think i would have to be worried of people <clears throat> of rescue approaching me uh yeah that would be a concern like yeah yeah there could be a lot of confusion there yeah he's gonna get very aggressively protective yeah so then we have to worry about like what happens uh-huh um if you know he does get aggressive in that situation because it's it's not his fault. Mm -hmm. 
like that would definitely not be his fault. Like he's trying to protect you. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't understand what you're doing. Exactly. Um, like he has the mind of a toddler to some degree. Yes. He um, is actually a six year old. Well, still. Yeah. And you know, blood goes everywhere when he can. Um, if not, I get bitched out when I get home. Yes. Like, he, like... Some of the words in English he says is, where the hell have you been? Yep, basically. Um, he, he is not happy about the idea that uh, we can leave for extended periods of time. Like, he is yeah. not thrilled. No. All right. Um, do we want to hit the question from Devin before yes. we do Am I the Asshole? Yes. All right, so Devin31678, is my friend too short on payroll money to pay me for my work? Yes, but I don't feel like that she doesn't have the money. I just don't think it's cleared. Like, she, like the transactions need to come in for her to cover it. So okay. a little cash flow. Yeah. Like, All right. money made. Money got to get there. Not quite cleared yet. All right, guys. Let's take a break, and then we come back for All You the Asshole. Awesome. Hi, I'm Tracy Van. I provide a blended reading consisting of mediumship, psychic, and tarot cards. A reading from me can cover any guidance you need from relationships with your partner or your family, spiritual, financial, any questions you may need clarity on. If you would like to book an appointment with me, check out my website, tracyvan.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y-V-A-N-N.com. I have bookings from 15 to 60 minutes you may choose from. That helps if you just have a quick question, need an answer, or if you're looking for a reading in more depth, I'm here to provide the guidance and clarity for you. Uh, let's just figure it out. Bye. Hi, I'm Dottie the Psychic, and I'm sure you're wondering why I'm not wearing any makeup. Well. One reason is to irritate my social media manager, Asen Knight. Hi, Asen. The other reason is because I like to get to the naked truth about what it means to be a neurodivergent LGBT person with psychic abilities. I've got vlogs, blogs, and podcasts, and videos all related to trying to live my best life and helping witches and bitches do the same thing. So, you can check all that out and get a reading from Dottie the Psychic at D-O-T-T-I-E the Psychic dot com. Safe travel and much profit to you. Hey everybody, Lady Gwendolyn here, and I am here to tell you how to get in contact with me and a little bit about what I do. I am the high priestess that works with shadow work to help you grow and heal, and I work with um, <clears throat> access bars, Reiki, I 
do power forms. I'm recently getting into crystal healing, sound therapy as well. So you can go to Lady Gwendolyn Healing. That is L-A-D-Y-G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N-H-E-A-L-I-N-G.com. Book your appointment with me. I do in person. I do over the phone. I do over Zoom. We can do that as well. Um, my main goal is to help you grow and heal because I've been there I'm still going through it and I let my strength help guide you see you soon hi I'm Ace and Knight I provide tarot readings covering everything from love and relationships to your life questions and your spiritual answers and also I provide a lot of guidance and finances and divorces and all those relationship problems so if you'd like to get a reading from me privately, not on air, you can feel free to do so by visiting aceandnight.com and booking your appointment. I also provide on-demand services, so if your life is a little chaotic, you can go ahead and click that Call Now button there on my site. It'll connect you to Keen, and if you've not been with Keen before, you'll get three free minutes to talk with me, so that's great for a quick answer question. All right, guys, back to the show. Enjoy. Bye, y'all. Alright, welcome back. Thanks for our little break there. Mm -hmm. I got some more chai. Uh-huh. Alright. Yeah, it's very embarrassing though. Alright. Um, referring back to Devin. Oh, yes. Yeah. Alright, so are you the asshole? Yes, am I the asshole for not letting my best clarinet player march, which caused him to quit band in retaliation and left us in shambles? I'm a band director for the local high school band. My best clarinet player had gotten surgery on his spine in 2021. He has scoliosis. And so he didn't get to march that year by orders of his doctor. He understood that well, and instead he played keyboard in the front ensemble. Although in reality, it was really the back ensemble since it was in the back of the field. So this year, his doctor said he could march again. However, our show this year is going to have a lot of visuals, which I think could be difficult on his body. And his doctor had no idea of that when factoring in his judgment on the matter. He came by my office the day of kickoff weekend, a weekend in the first weekend of May, where we teach freshmen how to march and review all the marching fundamentals, and told me his doctor said he could march. He asked me whether he needed to stay at the high school for kickoff, where the uh, horn line was, or go to the middle school, where the color guard and percussion were, and that he would prefer to march again this year. I told him I'd email him later, and he responded with a thumbs up and went to lunch. I emailed him later that he was going to be in the front ensemble again because I didn't want him to hurt his back or anything with the hard visuals. I wanted to keep him healthy. He was upset. I learned from a fellow clarinet, uh, uh, clarinetist that he had also intended to try out for the clarinet solo in the segment, the second movement of the show. Later that day, I asked the percussion director if he was at the middle school, and apparently he wasn't. So we start band camp next week, and I have been informed by the other clarinets that he quit in retaliation for me not letting him march. Now we just lost our best clarinet player, and not only that, 
but the other two synth players quit too because they had become close with him over the past year and they decided to join him in quitting. I've been at a loss for words as this is his last year. The assistant band directors are conflicted on the whole thing. We have no synth players and none of the other percussionists are able to do the sound effects in the show as they are already playing instruments. Am I the asshole for not letting him march to protect his back, which caused him to quit in retaliation? Okay. Now, not at all. You're protecting him. See, I have to go to the other direction on this one. Is you're the asshole, man. Like, you're, you're, like, you totally are the asshole. I get, like, I don't think he's a bad person. Let me clarify that. I don't think the band director is a bad person. I understand why he did what he did. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand your good intention. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem. This isn't your body. You are not a medical expert. You do know what the show contains. Mm -hmm. um, but you had an opportunity. Mm -hmm to work with this student and, and see what they could do. If honestly, this was going to be too much for them to work with them, to find that out instead of making the decision for them. Mm -hmm. I, I think it was a very like asshole dick move to decide this on his behalf mm -hmm. without him, mm -hmm. despite what his parents have said, mm -hmm. what he has said, what his doctor has said. Um, and, and while the good intent was there, and I understand that, um, to me, this screams a lot of the problems we see with ableism. In that you look at someone with a difference of ability and you start deciding for them what they can and cannot do uh -huh. without actually finding out what they can or cannot do. Or I'll say my view of Mm -hmm. This is a very drastic, visual, movemental thing. They have already had to do two surgeries. Mm -hmm. will, he will most likely go through more. Putting him in a position where it's like, oh yeah, I guess go do whatever. With him being a teenager, mm -hmm. puts the band and him at risk. But I would still say it wasn't his unilateral decision to, to inherently make. I mean, yes, he's the band director. He does make the final call, uh -huh. which it looks like this kid respected, but respected at the extent of, then I don't want to do this. Right. Like, as in, that's why I'm here. Like, I, like what I take from, from what this kid did is like he last year understood very well you know his medical situation mm -hmm. and was more than happy to be in back ensemble mm -hmm. front ensemble whatever we want to call it because it made logical sense mm -hmm. and he knew that he couldn't march right but this year before mm -hmm. you even gave him an opportunity mm -hmm. to like run through the routine one time uh -huh. You said no. 
I understand wanting to protect the kid, but at some point you have to realize that, like, give him a shot. I don't mean force him. I don't mean, you know, sit there and just let this kid hurt himself. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't let him go through it one time to see, okay, let's see how you do. Let's see how you feel. Let's see, you know, if this works for you. Uh-huh. And then we'll talk about options, like whether you continue to do this or if you were more comfortable and I'm more comfortable uh-huh. with the idea that you go out of marching. Uh-huh. Like, I think that's fair. And I think that's what this kid wanted. Well, and needed. Yeah, that's like me planning a roller coaster vacation. You've been out of surgery for two years. You should be able to do roller coasters. Theoretically, I could do, and I might even be willing to go do it. I'm going to talk to my doctor, mm-hmm. or at least the doctor I trust, to go, okay, what's my risk factors here? Do I need to be concerned? Am I good now? Right. Like, like, or what's my level of risk? And then I will make a decision. Right. Do I want to, like, take a 5% risk that, you know, I go on this roller coaster and maybe something bad happens? Right. Or do I, t- am I taking a 20% risk or a 50-50 risk? Or, like, what's my risk level? What what am I up for? Um, And then is it worth it to me? Right. You know, and maybe I don't do a whole roller coaster vacation, but it doesn't mean that I never get on another roller coaster again. Mm-hmm. Like that was my pre-surgical. Right. You know, when they were very uncomfortable with the lack of stability of my neck, I'm now two years out of neck surgery. Like, I honestly feel like I could get on a roller coaster. I'm not going to just go arbitrarily do that. Right. I'm going to ask some questions and be like, okay. Where are we? Am I released? Am I, you know, would I go bungee jumping? Fuck no. <laughs> not not doing fun. that. <laughs> but like, what, what I'm saying in general is I think this band director is trying to do what's best for the shout in the long run. Does it mean that band's going to suck? Yes. I mean, I, I don't think he should be persuaded by the fact that others left in making his decision like, yeah that's that's extortion don't do that right <laughs> like don't just you know cave on this because you lost people right reformat which is what you're well, going to have to do anyhow especially when they're like rolling on grass doing flips you know this is a very visual like they're going competition gold is what it sounds like potentially yeah um but again and maybe it isn't maybe it's just this band director's perception of like how hard this is right versus not like he's not in the spine of someone who has had who has scoliosis and has had surgery Mm -hmm. maybe it's not that bad maybe it's you know it's a push maybe it's something he needs to work on some physical therapy but is that something you should just walk away from and be like, you'll never march again? Right. Because that's what he's telling this kid is you'll never march again unless you go to a college with a band program and you plan to be in that band. Right. And more than likely, if he's not marching his senior year, mm-hmm. 
then that's probably gone. Like you're not you're not going to go from not marching two years in high school mm-hmm. to rolling in as a freshman on a college campus and marching. I, I like I've never heard of that happen. Like they they want people who have experience, right? But at the same time, do you want that experience to permanently change and end his career in anything? No, and I don't think he does either. And I don't like no one wants that. No one wants that. I'm just saying this this is not a quarterback going back out on the field to slam into another human being and potentially die. Mm-hmm. You're marching. You're flipping, you're turning, you're rolling, you're hitting that ground, you're doing a backflip. Potentially. Potentially, if they're doing that much of an involved, mm-hmm. typically I've never seen anyone do a, a, generally speaking, never seen anyone do a backflip with a clarinet. I have. That's a little over the top for, for most, like, uh, that. that's that's hell of a, 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 a halftime show. All right. Um, like maybe I need to get back out and see more field shows from bands. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like generally, yeah, there's, there's some quick movements, there's backstepping there, there's roll stepping. There's, you know, there, there's a lot of like twists and turns mm-hmm. and I could understand you like, okay, that might be too much for him. All right. It's a legitimate concern. All right. Is this show too much for him? Mm-hmm. I don't think you find that out until you put him out there. Right. And I say that as someone who got kicked out of marching band. Right. Um, in terms of I wasn't allowed to march because I can't do a back step. My knee does not have the stability for a back step. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, what is it? Uh, hyperflex, whatever. It bends, I bend too far backwards when I'm back stepping. Mm-hmm. Um, and effectively, my knee locks and I'm going to go down. Um I very quickly figured that out and went, I can't march. Mm-hmm. Like, no one had to tell me. Like, I didn't have to be banned from it. I did it, like, three times and went, this is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 My body can't handle this. Right. Um, this is going to be a train wreck. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I had that opportunity to go out, even knowing I had, a, like, had you know, problems with my knee. Mm-hmm. And see what I could do. And then, nope, I have a hard limitation. I can't backstep, and half this damn program is backstepping. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm your worst marching band member. Can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can backstep still. I'm not for sure. Um, but no. Yeah, because a band supporter popped in here on OP's thing. Um, secondly, do people realize the representation going on here uh, in recovery after surgery, especially with the show plan of doing backflip, of rolling on the ground, flips, ties, high kick, something I can't even read here. Okay. Um, instead of source band mom. Okay. Source band mom. Okay. Let me see if I can find that real fast. Oh, let me search the wrong window first. Um, uh, 
Okay, ex-band member with scoliosis here. It's part and parcel to my autoimmune condition, so it wasn't as bad as a teen, but it was there. Can you explain exactly what visuals were too hard for a clarinet player, harder than jazz running? Um, unless he was supposed to carry the toms or join the guard, I'm not seeing what visuals you could have to warrant this. I think you wanted him uh, in the pit and gambled and lost. Um, he said in another comment that they would need to roll around on the ground. Um, and then there's the link to the rest of the comment. Yeah. Um, so the horn line on side one of the field starts out on the ground and everyone in the horn line will be rolling around on the ground in the percussion movement. Again, like I, I could, I, and this is like kind of the back and forth. I'm not saying that it is possible for this kid to do this. Mm hmm. I, I'm very much open to the idea that, no, he's not going to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. But my problem is the band director started at, he can't do it. Mm -hmm. Which, in my mind, is no different than looking at someone and saying, you know, you're in a wheelchair, how are you going to do this? You can't do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, did you give him an opportunity? Like, I mean, I, I I do not expect someone in a wheelchair to run. Like, I, that's an unrealistic expectation. Doesn't mean they can't move quickly. Right. Like, you got to be open to some things here. Um, but, and that's what I'm saying is see what someone can do before you're like, no, you can't do that. Because I right. feel like that's what the band director did is when you can't do that. No, I feel the band director said, no, you'll get hurt. Well, yeah, maybe. But she didn't find out if he could or not. Anyway, that's where I'm at with it. Got it. It's a fair like split. Like I'm like I can see it in either direction. Would Cage have done it? Would Kate have done it? Yeah. Oh yeah. She would at least found out. Like again, that's what we did with me. I went out like we knew my knee issue. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't know what I could do. Mm -hmm. I went out and I was like, oh, fuck, no, this ain't happening. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, if I'd fallen over a whole bunch trying to and fucked up her field show, mm -hmm. she would have pulled me. Like, if I had had the stupidity mm -hmm. to think, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I can do this. And then kept falling down. Mm -hmm. She would have pulled me and been like, look you can't keep falling in the middle of my field show. Right. So. Right. But which Kate, which she had put in a student's health at risk because yeah, he may be able to do it for a rehearsal or two or five or 10. But what about that one show that they're performing on AstroTurf in Miami, Florida? Again, I think, think that you at least have to determine what the child can do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think she would have given it a shot. Understanding that, yeah, crap happens. Like, you can have a perfectly healthy, capable band member right. that gets injured. Right. Like, it happens. You Like, this is part of, uh, of, like, marching band and football and cheerleading you go in knowing mm -hmm. you could get hurt 
Mm-hmm. Like, is it highly likely that you're going to get, you know, killed on the field? No. Is it highly likely you're going to be permanently disabled from an injury? Also, no. Uh, football notwithstanding. Right. Um, because football, that's whole different. That's whole different. I don't know. The football we play now is not the same as when we were kids, but anyhow. Well, yeah. Um, but no, we are we see differently on this. Yeah. And that's a good thing. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to relationship advice, Reddit. This one's a fun one. Oh boy. All right. So went through my oh. Sorry, this post has been removed. All right. Went through my husband's saved Reddit folder and it crushed my self-esteem. I know it's wrong to invade someone's privacy by looking through their phone. And he hasn't ever done anything suspicious to cause me to do this. I was already feeling down and just decided to dig my hole a little farther, I guess. Whatever. So the entire folder is filled with hundreds of NSFW pictures and videos of fusty, petite, big, endowed, goth bitches. Um, okay. Oiled body parts and women who are generally put me to shame. A relationship is great other than this and my regular self-esteem issues. But now I'm just think that I'm even more worthless. My fault, I know. And I hate myself for not being what I'm seeing these pictures. He doesn't comment on these photos or anything, but he definitely is getting off to these pics slash videos. I feel like, but I'm a guy excuse is just pathetic. I feel like we agreed to only complete um, to each other for the rest of our lives when we tied the knot. Obviously false. I just hate myself right now. Does it even matter? Is he really disrespecting me or our marriage? Do I need to get a top job and a bottom implant and dye my hair black and lose 20 pounds even if i do tell him i'm upset it's my fault for going through his phone and even if i do tell him i'm upset i doubt anything will change because he obviously is getting something from these photos that i can't give him i don't know this sucks and i hate it here Oh, man, there's some things to unpack there, aren't there? There is. Like, I like the biggest thing I have to scream out is, and then I'll let you go. I'll turn you loose. Porn is a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, porn is fantasy. Porn is not real. Mm-hmm. Porn is is an extremist form of entertainment that celebrates extremities. Mm-hmm. Um, like like the most extreme of the extreme. Mm-hmm. It, it it is an exaggeration of of the uh, even the idea of sex. The fact you look nothing like these women 
has probably everything to do with the reason you also don't look like a Barbie doll. Right. Because they're not real. Like, as in, these may be real women, but they are not, like, the women that are everywhere. Uh-huh. There are a few women that exist that are that that have an extreme uh-huh. body type. Uh-huh. Um, th- like no one expects you to look like that. Uh-huh. He doesn't expect you to look like that. Uh-huh. He has a fantasy, and that is a fantasy, and it has nothing to do with his reality. Uh-huh. Stop thinking that people have to find. Not only you attractive, but only people that look like you attractive. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. Well, all right. I'm gonna run. Here we go. One, you invaded his privacy. That's bullshit. Bad manners. Bad form, and you violated your marriage. Two, if you wouldn't want him wearing your underwear, keep your damn phone, hands off his phone. Sorry, porn is porn for a reason. Yeah, it's a fantasy. It's an idea. It's a drift off. It's an escape. It has nothing to do with what you really enjoy in life. It's like saying that you like fast food means that you shouldn't cook him dinner because he ate McDonald's for lunch. Three, if that destroyed your self-esteem, honey, honey, you need to go fucking buy some new self-esteem because he's with you. And looking at these pictures, do you think that he cannot find that model? Like, obviously he can. They may not want him. I promise you, there's a model out there. And we got it. We've had problems with this. Hmm? We've had problems with this. Okay. (laughs) How have we had problems with this? All right. You constantly think that when I'm making determinations and things that we need to do (sighs) and assertive statements that I'm wanting you to go, yes, sir, and hit the floor. Well, I do like I, I will say this, and I think anyone who knows you will agree on this one is you just have this tone that matches. Uh huh. A lot of people's definition of the word sir. Uh-huh. And, like, you knew from the beginning. Uh-huh. Like, uh-uh, not me, not, mm no. I'm not looking for a daddy. I'm not looking for a sir. I'm not looking for mm-hmm. those things. Like, that is not a, a interest area I have. Mm-hmm. Um, But I do have, pro- like... This is going to sound really, really bad. If you could just say it in a tone of voice <coughs> that sounds like, I don't know, you you like, kids don't try this at home. This is an actual recommendation, but a comparison. If you could take a hit of helium before you said it, I would be fine. <laughs> My problem is you have the voice Mm -hmm. and it immediately triggers in my head and it's like, oh, no, you didn't. Uh Uh-huh. Like, you know better. Uh Uh-huh. You know better. And it's like, I know you know better, but still I'm having this reaction of this is not what I want to be doing. 
Right. Of like, mm -mm, no, we're not. No, no, no. We're not getting into a boy daddy fantasy here. Mm -mm, no. Nope. Like, want no part of this. Not happening. Right. Um. But that's that, like that's my unfortunate mental trigger, and I've had to get used to it, and it's gotten better. It has. I, you at least don't start shaking still when I bark. But yeah, that's usually in rage. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, I was having a perfectly good time. Uh-huh. And then you fucked it up. <laughs> no, I was at the grocery store. Like, I'm having, like, have y'all seen the TikTok video? And it's great. I laughed. I laughed. I find it hysterical. Where the woman is talking about her husband comes in and cracks his belt behind her. And she unintentionally, like, moaned. And then her, like, I think 15-year-old called her a pervert and ran out of the room. And then her other two kids are debating, like, why'd mommy make that sound? And what's a pervert? And she's like, Jesus, take the wheel. I can't do it. Okay. I'm having the inverse of that. Like, I'm I'm not having, like, the, the moment of, like, oh, I'm not having that. I'm having the inverse where it's like, what? Uh-huh. Like, that's, like, the reaction I'm having is, like, new. Uh-huh. It's like, mm -mm, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean, it works for other people. It does. Like, he is built to do daddy voice. Uh-huh. You are. You are built to do daddy voice. And I understand that other people dearly love it. And it is great for them. And it hits an emotional place, a mental place, a sexual place for them. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. Because Donald Duck does not sound like daddy. Um, like, you got to have a voice for it. Okay. Like, there's just some things you cannot do if you don't have the voice for it. And that's one of them. And I get it. And it's amazing. It's awesome. It is like the sexual equivalent for me, however, of like cold water. <laughs> cold water can be very handy. <laughs> not for me. It's like someone turned the hose on the dog. Like, that's how it hits me. Is that is not a fair comparison. And here's why. It's not a fair comparison. Here's why it's not a fair comparison. Have you seen our dog with the fucking water hose? Fair enough. One will look at you like, are you having a stupid moment? Do I need to go alert him that you're having a stroke? The other one will go... Playtime! And that's the effect. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. She, in her mind, somewhere made up this idea that he only likes steak and potato for dinner, and that's it. No. I will correct what you just said. She got informed by society that he was only supposed to like steak and potato for dinner and nothing else forever. So help him God. Uh-huh. Like, because that's where this starts at, is we tell people, mm -hmm. we tell people, mm -hmm. you, like, th this is a major part of, like, this whole purity culture thing, 
mm-hmm. and saving yourself for marriage and your husband's supposed to be the only one you're with and you know you're the only one he's supposed to be with and blah 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 mm-hmm. is we create this idea of this one to love and like you're supposed to be all there is mm-hmm. like this is the one thing it's like this is your steak and potato for the rest of your life right sorry continue um exactly and that's when it's like what what planet of the imagination said that you're supposed to be his total package lord help us if joe is supposed to be my total package he's got some changing to do we've got to get him in leather we've got to you know take him to tennessee we have to get him out to knoxville to get him measured for proper collaring i mean there's so much level of and then he's got to figure out terms of endearment that are beyond him because they're not oh. in terms of endearment. I'm sorry to say this, but it would be easier and faster to break up. It would be easier and faster <laughs> to get like the 10 models I want than for me to find one. I know, right? Um, but no, I'm just like, no, no, I, no, I, and I'm sorry. I just started laughing the minute you said I had to get fitted for leather. I'm like, this is going to be so damn funny. I'm going to look like a damn white ass, pale ass minion in leather chaps. That is what that would look like. Chaps and a harness on a minion that oh. is like washed out. That is what I would look like in leather. Like, yeah, that's how I see it. Mentally. We're sending you to Bosley. No. And then we got to figure out what color hair I want you this week. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Well, but, and I'm sitting here doing the actual reaction of like, fuck now. And then we got to get dental implants done. What? Well, so that you'll fit into the imperial scene. You don't have enough. You don't have long enough canines. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Exactly. Your husband felt enough to be committed to you and has enough love with you to have a great relationship with you. You don't need to be his everything. You're not his all dressed chips from Canada. Get over it, lady. Get on. If you want to get a boot job, then by golly, go get you a second job. If you want to lose 20 pounds, the gym is open 24 hours a day at any time fitness. They have nice workout equipment. Get moving it. But that's if you want to do it. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know. See, here's where I wonder if this is one of those the problem isn't the problem posts, though. This is one of those the problem is not that he has a folder with Reddit, say, which I'm not even sure how the hell you do that. But anyhow. Or whatever, like wherever the images come from. No, what I mean is, is like, and no, that's not the problem. That's so not the problem. But I mean, is this not about so much about like this, but this is the socially acceptable thing she can say. I snoop through his phone. Like, and let's talk about how fucked up that is, that that is the socially appropriate thing you can say. I was snooping through my husband's phone and found the following and then this is socially appropriate to be like, is he, you know, like yeah. what's going on? Should I like, I'm feel emotionally trapped or is it, or is it mm-hmm. that you are already encountering other relationship issues? Mm-hmm. Like the frequency of your uh, sex life has diminished. 
you feel like these women are replacing you because they are, mm-hmm. because this is becoming a sexual outlet and y'all are having less and less and less and less sex. Like, is that where this is? Or, which again, that's a weirdo one and like no one ever wants to say that. So they'll like choose this one. Um, like he's looking at more porn and the real comment is we're not having as much sex. Right. Like that's the important comment, not the other one. Right. Like he's looking at porn, like, and right. what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. Like he likes what he likes. Move on. Yeah. It's okay. You don't have to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. Mm-hmm. No one like, please. If you like, <laughs> hmm, I can't say that I wouldn't enjoy looking like some of the guys in the porn that you watch. Can I just say that right. without Facebook shutting us down? I would love, right, on some levels, to look like that. That, but like, there are so many problems with that. Like, that is not a body type I have. Right. That is not a skin type I have. I cannot do that much tanning. Like at best, you're gonna have to uh, fake spray me, and mm-hmm. I gotta hope not to look like the the orange oompa loompa. Um, like there is just so many things involved that like that's not realistic for me to even right. be like that's what I want to look like. Like a doctor would be like, I can't do that. Like the best plastic surgeon in the world would be like, good fucking luck, dude. You got a mental problem, is what you have. Right. Yeah. Look like that. Right. Like you do not have. Right. Like I don't like. We're not that advanced in plastic surgery. I can't do that. Right. There's no way to make you look like Mr. Christopher today. And um, what's oh, the God. Next I just mean pick one. Yeah. I mean just pick one. Not uh, like the multitude. Like good. No. Like no one can do that. Like that is Stepford wife level. Like, uh-huh. like no, we're not. I'm not even there. I'm just like right. making me look like one of them. That would be kind of hot. I would find that hot for uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. Um, but even if that, I would be like, I know that like I would have to start with a plastic surgeon who's going to laugh their ass off and go, you do not have right the prerequisite material for me to do that. Right. Like, you might as well ask me to make you look like a cheetah. Right. Because I can't right. do that. Like, right. it would be unethical, it would be wrong, it would be, like, <laughs> so many kinds of wrong. Right. Um, so, yeah. But, no, I mean, like, but if that's where the problem started was a reduction in sexual activity, you need to address that with your husband. Mm-hmm. As to why do you have a reduced sexual activity with your husband? Mm-hmm. Is it? Like, are you making this about you, your body, and all these things that he may not care about? Right. That he finds you attractive, blah, blah, blah. And it has nothing, like, your reduced sexual activity has nothing to do with the porn. Right. Deal with your actual issues with your spouse, Mm -hmm. your significant other, your sexual partner, whoever they are to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Stop making it about the porn. And stop making your self-esteem valued at your husband. 
Well, and moreover, stop building your self-esteem on how much you look like a fucking porn star. Exactly. Are you serious? Yep. Like, can we point out, like, there's this preconception that, like, the only requirement to do porn is to be dumb and pretty. Right. As in, you have to have no other opportunities. Uh Uh-huh. And pretty enough and, like, willing to have sex. Like, that's it. That's the whole thing. Nothing else is needed. Right. Oh, please, read some of the interviews with these porn stars. It is insane. This is a job. Yeah. That body doesn't just show up. Right. Like, there's a few porn stars that do, like, a movie or two because they happen to be... Mm-hmm. Like at that point in their life where they're like 18 and their genetics are awesome mm-hmm. and they haven't fucked up enough yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, they do a movie or two and they're gone. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the actual stars, the stars that are there with longevity mm-hmm. that, you know, are looking really good, like 10 years in the industry, 20 years in the industry, Uh 30 years in the industry, Uh that has nothing to do with what they look like at 18 just being a thing that happened. Right. That is a heavy-duty athletic training program that is, like, in some cases, some really unhealthy dieting. Right. That is plastic surgery, that is skin care, that is nail care, that is hair care, that is dental care. That is not just something you just, like, do. Right. You, like, porn is not something you do as a career for 20 or 30 years just because. Right. You make it that long in, in, in the industry because you actually have to do a lot of things to right. stay fit, attractive, and healthy to porn standards that you can continue to work. Right. Like, hi. There's a lot to that. And that's a whole separate conversation as to how unhealthy is the porn industry. That's its own conversation. Mm-hmm. But no one's doing it for 20 years or 30 years or 10 years or 10 movies. Right. Just because they showed up at 18 looking kind of hot. Yeah, there isn't. Like, I'm sorry, there isn't. I mean, if we look at Mr. Christopher, you know, he's been in porn industry for almost 20 some years. I mean, there. I'm sorry, he was in porn in the 70s, um, yeah. so even longer than that. Um, and he's he has gone. a nearly what? That means uh, he's coming up on like 50 years doing porn. 50 years doing porn. Uh-huh. If he's all the way back to the 70s, that's nearly 50 years in porn. Well, let me see if I can find his actual age. I'll doubt it. At least 40. At least 40 years in porn. So yeah. that means, at bare minimum, he's 60. Yeah. Like, I'm talking like if he did his first movie in 1979, mm-hmm. then he's coming up on like 50 years in porn. Or has hit like 50 years in, or 40 years in porn. That would make him 60-some years old. All right. If he was legal when he did his first movie, let's hope that's not an issue. Usually less of a problem with men than women. Except that's for gay fair. porn, then sometimes that's also an issue. Right. That's I mean, less that's, issue. you know, it really depends on more. 
He's been in over a thousand videos. Yeah, I don't think you just show up at 18 and and get fortunate enough with genetics. Mm-hmm. And fortunate enough, like, you don't just sit there, do porn, and then go to the couch, eat potato chips, and watch television until you do more porn. Right. That's not a thing. Right. Like, I mean, there's some genres that could work in. Right. But even then. Right. Like, you're not doing a thousand movies. Right. <laughs> 20, maybe. And that's very specific genres. Like, and you're not going mainstream popular. You're staying niche popular. Yes. You know, he is a niche. He is a very big niche. Um, <laughs> you know, and he does daily exercises. He works out. You have to work out. You have to work out daily. Dancers work out a lot. You know, if they're, and that's just dancing and that's until like you're in your thirties, but to be keeping on in the career as long as, you know, Mr. Christopher or some of the older ones have, it's a good bit of work because you got to keep care of your product, which is you. Well, and then here's a legitimate question. And and I think it's always worth asking. Mm -hmm. And, and I'll allow it to go either way because it really doesn't matter what the answer is, but I'm sometimes kind of curious. If you legitimately had the opportunity, mm-hmm. well, okay, there's a pre, uh, pre-question I should ask. It's more important. Fantasy-wise, is he who you want to be with or is he who you want to be? I would be better at him. Okay. So next question, and granted, this one uh, kind of changes quickly. If you had the opportunity to have sex with him, whether directly or just in approximation, mm-hmm. um, would you really be interested in doing it? Like truly, honestly, would do you think you would, one, be interested Two, do you think you would be comfortable? And three, like, would you actually want that? Would one be interested? Well. Two, do you think? (laughs) Okay, that doesn't need repeating. Well, no, it doesn't need repeating. I'm checking my calendar to see when I can clear out. (laughs) Okay. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Because I think there's two mindsets that, or, well, there's a few different mindsets. Some, it's just total fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a never in a million years. Even if I had the opportunity, this is like a dog chasing a car. What the fuck do you think I'm going to do if I catch it? Uh-huh. Like, I will giggle and die. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think some people have that porn fantasy. Like, it's hot, but no. Nah. Like, this is never going to happen. It is not a fear or a concern. For some, it's who they want to be. Uh-huh. For some, it's who they want to be with. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's a fantasy. Well, again, with it all, it's like, uh, let me clear my schedule. I know the flight to San Francisco leaves tomorrow. I'll be gone for about three weeks. Okay. Have fun. Yeah. That's my opinion of it. Because, like, And that's where we're fun. at in a relationship. Like, I know he's coming home. <laughs> like, this, like, what, here's what I think will happen. Okay? Here's what I think will happen. 
is this all sounds great and amazing. And then you get out there and you get on set. One, I've already heard actual porn production is the most boring, tedious, mm -hmm. unsexually appealing thing. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's not sex. No. It's not sex. It is simulated sexual activity for film. Right. You watch a 30-minute scene that, takes that four may hours take eight hours to film. Mm -hmm. No one's having a good time. The air conditioning and the heating have been cut off. Right. You are, at best, hoping this facility wherever you're at, the studio, the whatever, has some, like, ability to maintain, like, at least, like, 65 to 75 degrees is what you're hoping for. Right. Or most likely, no. No. Right. Not what's happening. You're either roasting or freezing. Right. Um, in addition to this 20 minute clip that's really hot and looks great once it's been edited color corrected and has been directed all to hell uh -huh. took eight hours of that uh-huh like cold hot whatever environment uh -huh. an entire crew staring at you uh-huh and being told what to do, how to move, when, what to look like, what sounds to make, mm -hmm. what like what expressions to give, all the way through. Like you're not having sex at this point. You are working. Right. You are an actor or actress who is working. Now I'm not saying that these are the greatest lines you will ever be handed to deliver. Most are not an Academy of winning performance. Right. It, you know. I, there are some that are, but right. it is work. Yeah. It is not fun. You, you're not getting paid to particularly do something you enjoy doing. More importantly, most everyone who has ever gotten into porn because they thought they were going to get paid for doing what they love. Uh-huh. Left. Yeah. Quickly, because that's not the deal. Like, you're not, like, there's very few people in that situation. Right. Like, and that's a different genre of pornography. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, that's a different thing. And, you know, that's its own thing. Right. But even that, it's still not what you think it is. Right. Like, there's a lot of work, there's a lot going on, there's a lot of things that are imperfect in that situation. Right. It is more akin to having a job mm -hmm. than to just having sex for a living. Exactly. But at the same time, sorry, I've followed Mr. Christopher on, well, safe word, I've followed him on his Twitter, everything else. He's one of those... Oh, sorry, it took me a second to realize who you were talking about. Like... Yeah. Got it now. Yeah. I mean, he's sweet. He's sweet. He's cute. He's fun. I'll give him cute points. He's cute. He's fun. He's sweet. Uh-huh. Um, like, 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 he is, you know, like, he, I, he's yeah. one of the five people to invite to dinner. Well, there you go. That And that would be fun, I think. Yeah. But again, it's like, let me clear my calendar. Mr. Christopher is called. I'm gone for three weeks. I'm going to go do a shoot. Bye. 
Okay, have fun. Yeah. You know, I'll talk to you after, you know, work time. Because that's going to be my thing is, I uh-huh. like, that would be immediately where I went to with it. Is, this is a job. Yeah. And like, you're not just going to go have fun. Like, it's going to be fun. I hope it's fun. I would hope it would be fun. Uh-huh. I, like, but I know that it's not going to be, like, a vacation fun. No. Like, it's going to be, you worked for a week. Uh, you had some fun while you were there. Some things were really, you know, enjoyable, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and I would say most likely the things you would come back with that are enjoyable will be absolutely non-sexual. Yeah. It'll be like, San Francisco is really awesome. Like, they have a great dog or a great cat or a great lizard or a great whatever pet. Um, you know, the food sucked. I figure that's going to be a big one. Is food no, sucked. it's San Francisco, honey. I know where to go eat. <laughs> I know, but you're hanging out with porn stars who don't actually eat real food. Bullshit, they don't. <laughs> okay. You've been. I have been in the back side of, you know, <laughs> the back of the stage during a Southern Gentleman's Review. Those boys eat more junk food than I do. Well, but how many were multi-year title holders that ate that food? Most of them. Okay, I'm just double-checking. I'm just like, double-checking. I mean, we used to have to call Kroger's and have them deliver deli trays for the boys. Mm-hmm. And they would all be gone. Oh, well, there you go. Um, but no, I mean, like, there's a lot of things to consider when you're looking at, like, trying to make this, like, one, self-confidence and, and appearance is just, like, if you're, if you are loving your body, mm-hmm. that is great. Mm-hmm. If you're comparing it to others and then not loving your body because it doesn't look like others, but then you're not considering what all goes into that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. I don't have time for this shit. Right. Like, that's my point. Like, I don't have time for this shit. Yeah. I'm sure there is a version of me mm-hmm. um, that could weigh 175 pounds, mm-hmm. 185 pounds. Mm-hmm. And be jacked and ripped and like bulging veins and like, rah. yeah, I'm sure that exists. Yeah. Somewhere in here. I do not have time mm-hmm. in my life or even the desire mm-hmm. to invest that time. Right. To be that. Right. So I'm living my best life in the body that I'm in doing things that I enjoy doing instead of just going to a gym to become Jack for no other reason Mm -hmm. than I could do it. Right. I could. Or to meet someone or or one to meet someone else's standard of beauty Uh of attractiveness. Right. But moreover to not even be doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. But to be doing it because I think that's what the what I owe the world is to look like that. Right. Like, follow that fucked up sentence. Right. Because I, that's the only way I'd be doing it is because I think that's what I owe the world is for me to look like that. Because right. when you break it down, that's what a lot of people are doing when they are putting in a shit ton of time at the gym. 
and going on crazy diets and using supplements and injectables and whatever the hell and going to plastic surgeons is their self-confidence level has gotten so jacked down Mm -hmm. that they they now feel like they owe the world Mm -hmm. this body that like is not natural to them that is not something they even really want they just feel like it's something they owe the world Mm -hmm. like i'm sorry i owe the world jack shit right you know it like if someone doesn't find this attractive that's great right i'm sure the people you find attractive will appreciate you finding them attractive right just like i find people that find me attractive i appreciate them Mm -hmm. and that's cool yeah and the other thing is (laughs) one figure out your own self-image you need to have the confidence you know the other approaches you need to have the confidence of the same thing it may be confidence mm-hmm. point blank some of those beautiful people that we idolize in this world i.e marilyn Monroe, was not a size two no well and i i have problems with idolizing people because of their bodies I can find people attractive without idolizing their figure and think that everyone should look like that. Right. There's people I find attractive that, like, I find them, period. End of discussion, them attractive. Right. I don't think that would necessarily look good on everyone. Right. Like, some people, like, I'm sorry, am I the only person that sometimes looks at the before and after photos of, like, diet programs and diet this and whatever? And I'm like, you were so much more attractive before. Mm-hmm. Like, this is so, un, like, this is so cookie cutter. Right. This is so someone else told you what to look like, and so you do. Right. And you look like a thousand other people. And it's not you. Right. Like, you look miserable. You look hungry. You look tired. Yeah. You look older. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, you know, like how different were these photographs? Like, what all happened to you? Like, who hurt you? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, has anyone else seen those, or am I just reading too much into some of those before and afters? Right. Like, I'm no. not saying everyone in the before looks like thrilled, happy, healthy, whatever necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that some of the after photos don't look any better. Mm-hmm. It's like depression, but with like 75% more muscle mass. Like you didn't fix anything. Right. And, that, get... and again, some of these diets are insane, but and that's a whole different topic. Yeah. Uh, but no, you know, no. Things to take away from this. One, work on your own self-esteem. Have your own self-esteem. Have your own opinions of your own self-esteem. Guess what? If someone's choosing to be with you, that's because they like you for you. In any form. Fat, skinny, tall, short. Guess what? It don't change. It goes up, goes down, your weight, your clothes, whatever. It isn't going to change the inside of you. And if that's the problem, then that's what you got to fix. Part two is stay the fuck out of your husband's phone. Stay the fuck out of your wife's phone. If you do not want to see them in your favorite pair of underwear, when you come home from work, stay the hell out of their phones. 
Eh, moreover, just stay out of people's phones. Stay out of, like, let people have their fantasies. Let people have their privacy because the reality is, like, and this has always been a hot topic for me. Mm-hmm. If people are going to cheat or people are going to leave you, that's a choice they're going to make. Yeah. And right you can't force them to stay. Right. Like, why is Nor it as relation? Pardon? Nor should you want to. No. Well, I just always have this problem with this. I like this. Like, if you strictly look at like the 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 tips for how to figure out if he's cheating, or the tips for this, and the tips for that, and the red flags for this, and I'm not saying abuse. Like, those are red flags you need to know about. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like all the warning signs for cheating and all this. Do you realize at the end of the day, you just sound like you're sitting around acting like, you know, you're going to take a hostage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you've decided that you're not allowed out of this relationship. By God, death do us part, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Really? Like that's the relationship you want to choose to be in where you have to militantly monitor what someone else is doing right keep your relationship on track like what here's what you do to keep your relationship on track it's real easy talk open up your big mouth and talk about something other than the kids other than the tv program other than the crap going on at work talk about how you feel what you want how you feel things are figure out your type of dude and be okay with the idea that maybe this isn't a forever relationship. Exactly. Some aren't. Some, yeah. like, I think there are some relationships that, that solely occur just because, like, the two of you were supposed to get together and have kids. And the universe didn't have anything else for you. That was it. They just needed a couple more people on the planet mm-hmm. with your specific, like, genetic combination. Mm-hmm. Which works out great. You get beautiful kids. You know, maybe you created a world leader. I don't know. I don't care. For whatever reason, the two of you got together. You had kids, and that was it. That was the whole plan that any like that should have existed. Right. Forcing yourself to stay with someone for another 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, whatever years, just because is stupid. Like, and why would you, call me like, and then, and then sit there and make each other miserable? Yeah. Like, who the fuck? Like, I'm sorry, take the credit trash. Like, fuck the house. Yeah. Move on. Exactly. Move on. And nobody gonna take your man. Gonna clear it up. No one gonna take your man. Your man may be taken, but it ain't because he could be taken. Well, and there wasn't anything you could do to stop it. Why did you sit there? Like, all that does is drive people crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, now, I think there are situations, sort of like you were talking about, in which couples, like, the communication dies, and it just becomes about the kids, the house, the work, the, the bullshit, the utilities, the, the mortgage, the problems, the neighbors. the mm-hmm. And you forget. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you're leading parallel lives. You just happen to have the same address and like you rock it out till the kids all graduate. Mm-hmm. And then you look at each other and you go, I don't like you anymore. I, I don't, don't know, know why we got together. Like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Um, Which is common and happens. Mm-hmm. And like, like, hi, it's crazy world. You gotta, you do have to work at that part. Yeah. 
is like try to take time to remember why the fuck are we together right and it's for more than sharing bills because i guarantee that it's not a 70 30 split but my favorite advice is by Brene brown and it says relationships aren't 50 50. sometimes they're 90 10 sometimes they're 99 4. um there's been times i look at joe and says i'm at zero and he's like okay go to nap yeah like and that's okay. having that, uh, that direction of I don't got it. Okay, I ain't got it either. Well, fuck, it's gonna wait till tomorrow. Like sometimes I miss permission. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I miss Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. I like I wear many hats, and I'm okay right. with all of them. Right. Um, and, and that's the thing we do for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I and. It's not perfect. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Watch if you want to know everything about relationships, you need to know. Watch Stepford Wives. Either one, really. No, seriously, because there's a whole point in the movie. Okay, you're going to have to tell that, me on this one. Okay, is that this perfect exterior mm-hmm. isn't real? No one's relationship's perfect. Everyone's relationship has bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, there are moments that every couple wants to kill the other. Mm-hmm. Or they want to kill each other. Or they, like, want to slap each other stupid. And there's moments that it's like, no, I get you. I got you. I got this. I'm I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll take on the world. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Like, you're right. It's all over the place. It's all over the map. It's not this lovely picturesque thing that you can like manufacture. Right. And throw in a pretty house with pretty kids and a pretty lawn and, you know, just robot your way through. No, you have to be actually involved. And when you stop being involved is when the relationship is in trouble. When you stop being able to look at the person and go, what the fuck is your problem today? Yeah. You don't care anymore. It's when you need to go to a divorce court. Mm-hmm. Or figure out why. All right. The opposite we of love is not hate. Yes. Real quick, the opposite of love is not hate. It is indifference. Exactly. All right, guys. We've had a lovely night. Go drink your damn water. Put on your sunscreen. Have a great weekend. And thank you to our patrons. Yes, Beverly Walker, Mika G, Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda Bryant, Ashley Gish, Shannon C, Shannon D, the ever-wonderful Lady Gwendolyn, Charles Shaw, Dottie the Psychic, Tracy Van, and the Laughing Tree Grove. If you'd like to learn more about us, the show, or how you too can become one of our wonderful Patreon sponsors and receive all the wonderful benefits our baristas receive, please visit us at PCSPNetwork.com. Good night, y'all. Good night. Let's work. Yo, it's go time, show time, never back in downtime. One shot, yo, make it count, yo. Crunch time, shine time, make this moment my time. Get a grip, yo, ready, set, go. We bring the thunder. Bring the thunder. Let's work. Bring the thunder. Let's go. Bring the thunder. Let's work. Bring the thunder. Yeah, it's my time, yo time, step into the
light. Get lit, yo. Let yourself go. High time, high time. Gotta go big time. This is it, yo. Never take no fight time. Grind time. Take it to the street time. Turn the roof off. Get loco. Game time, win time. We gon' bring it home time. No regrets now. Let it all go. We bring the thunder.